Hello and welcome to this episode of Good Listeners, a podcast hosted by two kind-hearted, generous, emotionally available sweeties who are always there to listen if you need them. We're friends, roommates, and rivals, and we talk about music whether the mics are on or not. I'm your first sweetie, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, it's Clay. Welcome to the show, Clay. Hey, welcome to the show, uh, (laughs) to our brand new episode. Yeah, I feel like someday we should figure out how to like fade the music out <laughs> rather than abruptly. Yeah, once stop. I have time, I got. I'm, I, I, there's a lot no, that I. I'm not. I'm not like laying that at your feet as a criticism or anything. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we, as a, as you know, as a, as co-hosts, as a team, should figure that out at some point. Well, excuse me. Have you considered that it's a charm or a quirk of the podcast? Um, right. <laughs> sure. You can hear me clicking the pedal, and that <laughs> I don't even know how to play the synth. Um, yeah, and I, uh, you know, um, oh geez, I'm a little sorry. No oh more. Excuse me. Uh, you're gonna edit that out. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to. You you know that like I'm gonna do all the stuff that I said I was gonna do. I am going to learn how to do things um and i'm gonna listen to the music like more music uh just really busy like i feel like i actually do have excuses no i sure know that we're you know busy right now so there is a lot going on as as uh, has been the case for the past few episodes i think um am i incredibly prepared for this no not as much as i would like to be but we are we're hey that we are going to bring the week's the episodes every week we're gonna bring the episodes every week yep um and uh, there is uh bands there's things that i have to talk about uh yeah i mean whether we yeah are listening to it or not music is happening it's happening and i've been listening to it just um well yay it's gonna be a good episode stick around is what i'm trying to say folks yeah i was gonna ask you how you're feeling but uh, i feel like it (laughs) just came right out um uh yeah i also i'm uh stressed as well i've actually been having like stressed dreams about my work yeah uh recently which is something that i don't normally have those Uh, are the worst it's very unpleasant those are terrible i really hate it um because it's like this you know this place is controlling me uh in my day-to-day life yeah i go to my little dream world and it's controlling me there too unbelievable very rude yeah, uh, it, it sucks. I, I mean, I'm probably a little less stressed than I have been for the past few weeks. Um, I started a new job today. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was interviewing for a new job, which I think is probably more stressful than starting a new job. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, we're... we're, we're uh, I'm bo- fine, though. Both stressed for different reasons. I'm fine. Um, I'm great, actually. Uh, uh, actually, I'm great. Oh, well, that's that's great. I'm yeah, no, I basically all I have going on is well, there are other things, but really mostly work. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Most mostly work is very bad. Uh uh my boss is is in the hospital right now. Um and I've been saddled with extra responsibilities that I don't need or want. Um Damn. So that that's why I'm very stressed out. Um but this is a great start to the show isn't it yeah what's with this what a mess thanks debbie (laughs) for all the downers what you hey (laughs) 
You're a part of this too, Buster. Down. Buster down. <laughs> hey, I barely even know her. Oh boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you know. Uh, oh boy. I mean, without further ado, I I think we should probably get into the music, right? Yeah. That's another um, personal nonsense. I guess so. Any any exciting music news happening lately? Well, I mean, the big the big news obviously is uh nfts non-fungible tokens uh, i guess this can this can get a, a segue into something that we have to talk about yeah um <laughs> nfts i i like I, i'm not hey i'm not built for this i'm too stupid i don't know what i learned earlier like an hour ago what it stands for non-fungible non-fungible token token um, um which is it's not the same as non-refundable right uh <laughs> no it is not the same as <laughs> non-refundable um so no i don't think you're stupid i think it's just that this is nonsense it's dumb i mean it's very stupid nonsense. every time look yeah i it like uh, grimes is doing this shit uh oh. the chain smokers i think are doing this nonsense uh okay Kings of Leon. Kings uh, of Leon, of course, are doing we're this. We're going to talk about. Um, yeah, Kings of Leon is the one who's making big headlines right now. Is yeah. big news is they're releasing their new album as a non-fungible token. Now, what I thought that that would mean when I first read that headline is that, like, oh, I can't, like, just go listen to this thing on Spotify. Or yeah, whatever. that's what I thought. That is well. not the case. You can uh, totally just go listen nope, to this thing on Spotify. Yeah, unfortunately, I, and that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have listened to it. Um and and we'll talk about that, but yeah, I mean, do we really even need to talk about the non fungible token thing? I just it think is big news. It feels like it's it's breaking tunes. It's big news. It uh, is breaking tunes, um, but it's also very stupid nonsense. I don't. I mean, hey, I, I I literally can't talk about it. I don't even really know what it is. Every time uh, I try it's, to, it's it's cryptocurrency. Every, I know that. Every time I try to read about it, it's just like, what? This is not for me. And it seems like something that's definitely bad. But are we pay, are what are we gonna sit here and hash out why it's bad? No, because I don't no. like it's it's nonsense. It's uh, I do think so. I will say this that um in the there are like the Rolling Stones article that was going around about this um the Rolling Stone article uh, not the Rolling Stones that's the band right silly um <laughs> thank you <laughs> it, it said like certain certain nfts so certain ones come with like a vip pass where you get like a lifetime access to like one concert a month or every concert or something like that like Mm -hmm. you can basically and it includes like time with the band like 10 minutes you get to to, to chat them up for like 10 minutes before (laughs) they go do their set Uh uh-huh uh but the thing that I thought was funny was it was like some Which of those. Which must be a bizarre energy. Some of them, it just said, oh, like 18 of these uh, NFTs will include the most incredible Kings of Leon artwork you've ever seen. Uh-huh. And I was like, <laughs> what even is it talking about? And like I, I Googled like Kings of Leon artwork and just like wallpaper for like your desktop came up and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, like there's never, I mean, all of their album covers are bad. There's never been. Good. What is inc- what is incredible? Kings of Leon artwork. I guess. Well, they, we that's haven't just, seen it yet. That's just what the person has to say. But it's a, a funny concept to me. We haven't seen uh, it yet. There is incredible Kings of Leon artwork, but you got to pay for that. So how does this work? Like, I mean, if obviously you're a poor person, you get the bad Kings of Leon artwork. Obviously, like you can see, like this artwork that's sold as an NFT, like anyone can kind of will end up seeing it, but you just don't own it. 
uh, like that's what it is that that person owns like that digital version of that artwork uh well i think if they own it then it's probably up to up to them whether they share it or not right? but I, I saw like um something like a although that is another thing you can see it is public like what like who has bought what well yeah and i i just like i saw like um there were i don't mean i don't know i'm talking about something i don't know what it is but there was like pixel art that was an nft on twitter and it was like oh this went for x this is worth this amount of money but it's like well i'm looking at it right now so well does that mean that that person let me see it or i think so um but the thing is so yeah so i austin walker uh podcaster uh journalist uh guy i follow on twitter um (laughs) i think had something uh accurate to say about this whole nft thing that the sort of moment it's having in the media which is that um it's just all it is really is just people wanting to be in early on a speculative market because it's just it's sort of like um winning the lottery like people want to believe that there's this new thing that it is a way to to change like your financial situation right it's you know it's like, I mean? the, like the stock thing yeah kind of exactly uh, like uh so it's some people are getting into it because they i mean the same reason you, you just you want to like make money like no, no one has any money you want to make money uh but other people are into it as well right like it's i think there are people who really like legitimately just believe in it like think it's like what were you saying well just ultimately it's just gonna make rich people richer like it's yeah (laughs) yeah just like everything else yeah yeah no it's like sort of like in um we're doing what i said we're not gonna do uh what did you say we're not gonna do like break down why it's bad oh like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are doing that <laughs> yeah 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 i mean it's just yeah it's i mean just add it to the list of like rich person bullshit that like doesn't make any sense and the reason it doesn't make any sense is because the whole reason it exists and is designed is to make rich people richer all right um, <laughs> um music slash artistic nfts you've just made it to the good listener list at we added you to the list <laughs> yeah the uh bad list uh inner. nope uh oh man the list? i was trying to like make a cool thing that could have been a recurring thing but yeah and i plussed it up okay <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah, you you made you 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 made a good thing and i hey, made call it us great. the punch brothers <laughs> of that famous folk act because yeah. we're always punching each other up uh <laughs> punch brothers right that's a band mandolin yeah right? okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that's them. um Anyways, I guess uh, do <laughs> hey, hey NFTs uh, thumbs down. You get the official thumbs down. Yep, and you're on the and list. and you're on the list. <laughs> uh, and moving on, <laughs> <laughs> and and you get moved on from uh, officially. Uh, but should we talk about the Kings of Leon, the the content of that album at all? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a good segue? I actually did want to, and I actually, uh, surprisingly, I, I probably have the most to say about this, even though there are a lot of good music has been coming out. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I just have the most to say about Kings of Leon. Um, but now I am feeling all th- uh, jumbled around by talking about this thing. Sure. Uh, 
NFTs. Okay, um, this is the something. This let's say like the fifth or sixth probably album uh, from Kings of Leon. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to find out. Uh, and I think the name is like um, We Are Kings or something. Uh, no, it's when you see yourself. When you see you yourself. Have you? Do you know the name of any album? Like, yeah, uh, one album. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you got you got one. Yep. Um, and I was I was gonna think of a, another recent album, but I actually don't know the names of any recent albums that came out. Uh, yeah, I bet not. So, uh, Kings of Leon. What was it? When you sleep, you're so wide awake, or <laughs> when you see yourself and uh, can we just touch <laughs> on the album cover of this album real quick that's what I, like we were talking about k- incredible kings of leon artwork what i mean this could be the artwork for anything yeah like, <laughs> literally anything it is the silhouettes of i guess the kings of leon it, it, it could be stand-ins you know like i wouldn't know um Hey, I, I, don't, I don't know what they look like <laughs> i do know that their drummer has long hair so it seems to be him at the drum set a dude with long hair. Okay. <laughs> I, I, hey, I I believe that it's them. That would be strange <laughs> if it wasn't. But I guess uh, hey, the, Kings they of Leon. Busy. That's true. They they are that kind of band where uh, they they missed their album photo shoot, so <laughs> yeah, they just they just the like got some it. people do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that does like they're just like they're just like off partying somewhere. Um, do you think Kings of Leon? So uh, I don't know. I mean. Uh, there's a, there's a lot we could get into. We've never talked about Kings of Leon before, so there's so much to talk about. Uh-huh. Do you think they like um are they friends? Do they like write songs together? <laughs> I mean, I haven't done a lot of research into this band. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, brothers, aren't they? Oh, really? They're brothers? Two of them I think are brothers. Okay, so and the they're brothers all might be friends. They're yeah. all from the same kind of town. Um so I guess you haven't seen the Kings of Leon documentary then. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I have. It's been a number of years since I've seen it. I don't remember it that well. Um, I think uh, so. My dad. This is not an interesting story, but my dad had the co-host uh, of Podlius Cast. Yeah, my sorry, my co-host from Podlius Cast, um, and also dad, uh, co-host first. Um, he was an early adopter of the premium cable channel Palladia. Uh, <laughs> which was a a music channel. I totally have watched. I when I was a kid, I I watched this channel at your house, like playing like <laughs> Roger Klein concerts or something. Right? Uh, no, or, I don't. I don't think that was probably like a DVD. Yeah, I don't think playing. they were ever big enough um, to be on Palladium. But but I remember like browsing channels at your house and like it was like maybe a dave matthews concert or something yeah absolutely there would they would (laughs) be so like what was in heavy rotation would be like footage from like Lollapalooza or coachella from like three years before or like uh austin city limit i specifically remember seeing dave matthews from austin city limits performing i bet that was Um, a hell of a show it, it was pretty fun i liked the channel it was fun uh, I watched a lot of later with Jules Holland. Is it gone? There. Is the channel uh, no longer? I don't know. I don't, I don't follow cable news. So. <laughs> it may still be around. <laughs> I love the idea of cable news being news about cable. Um, yeah. <laughs> not news that is on cable. Um, That's, that was what I meant by it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my dad was an early adopter of Palladia. Shout out Palladia. Hope you're still there doing your thing. Um, but... Uh, 
so yeah, they would air. Um, I know that I've seen I've seen Kings of Leon perform at like Lollapalooza or whatever on that. But I also they would air documentaries sometimes, and one of the ones they aired was uh the Kings of Leon documentary, and I did watch it because it was just on TV. Okay, <laughs> um, and it was a lot of like so they uh they have like this narrative that they sort of spin in the documentary of them being like these like incredibly impoverished uh kids in like a small southern town um and and just growing up with a love of music because it was like all they had and then but then it'll like immediately like smash cut to them like in a private jet uh <laughs> do it you know uh just like living the craziest rocks st- like there aren't really like there's so few rock bands these days, right? That you could that can even do that kind of thing anymore, like be on a private jet partying and stuff. Like yeah, because that's of the COVID restrictions. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. But I was referring more to the the economic state of the music industry. Oh right, right, um, right. As for the last, I feel like for the last decade or more, it's been just like there's like you know, like, maybe, like, ten bands at most that are doing that. Yeah, pr- probably, like, the 1975. <laughs> yeah, maybe them, maybe them. Um, um, and, like, Coldplay. And, like, even though I don't I don't think Coldplay does party like that, but, like, they no, could. No, they're losers. <laughs> they could, uh, though. Yeah. Um, but th- <laughs> they're, they're just wasting their incredible rock music Yeah, probably, career. like, Mumford & Sons. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Mumford & Sons. Yeah, Imagine Dragons. Like that's who yeah. that's who oh, can do all th- the great <laughs> rock bands of our day. But that is really who can like be doing that kind of stuff these days, and there's so few of them. Yeah, um, even like I mean, the Strokes like aren't you know doing that. Uh, but uh, no, that's totally true. I don't think the Strokes have that kind of money. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the the bands that I think of, like if I was like truly like these are like the rock bands of our day. Yeah. Um, like uh, maybe throw like the Strokes in there or something, mm-hmm. and it's like I mean. They they're not uh, they're not living that rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, they're successful, but also they're probably you know they have like an apartment in New York and an apartment in L.A. Yeah, you and think like Gre- that's a lot of money just right there. You think Greta Van Fleet lives that lifestyle? <laughs> they gotta, they gotta <laughs> be. Are they are they gonna make it's more gonna music? Run out. I, I don't. <laughs> I feel like I haven't heard about Greta Van Fleet recently. Or I feel like they. <laughs> I don't know. They so th- that feels like a band where like they will live that lifestyle until like one day it just suddenly is not available to them and they'll be like, "What the heck?" I feel like that could be <laughs> sooner than they think. I mean, did uh, like maybe a limited uh, window on that, but but uh, I mean, I would digress. love to see them yeah. drop a great album. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I would love to see them drop Led Zeppelin four. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but <laughs> where was I going with that Kings of Leon documentary story? That um, you just wish that more people had were making enough buckaroonies. To oh yeah, I wish that there were more ultra rich people. <laughs> yeah, is what I was saying. <laughs> no, they th- just that. Yeah, that was how I found out that I think that there's a pair of brothers at the center of the band, and that they're all from the same town, and they have this sort of narrative about them of of you know kind of. Uh, uh, not to be pejorative, but like sort of, sort of a rags to riches kind of narrative uh, well, around them. You heard it here first. Uh, Kings of Leon consists of <laughs> two brothers and some other people, and they uh, live a lavish lifestyle. <laughs> okay. But if we want to, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Would you like me to? 
to like <laughs> I'm not talking re- shit. repeat everything you say back to you in like a dumb way. Well, excuse me. I was just trying to kick up the podcast a notch to bring us. I was trying to paint us as real reporters. <laughs> that this is the only place you can maybe even get this information. You I bet were you were trying didn't. to smatter some professionality. Yep. On this. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to make us sound like real journalists. Okay. Um, we're, well, we're real that I gotta respect. Real music reporters, and that's listen. The thing about Kings of Leon is two of them are brothers, and <laughs> <laughs> they live lavish lifestyles. But we probably want to get to the music eventually. We have not talked about a moment of the music <laughs> on this album. No, we're so, so far into the. Pod. Let's just say the reason we haven't talked about it much is because it's boring as shit. It's a boring album. I will say, so my exposure, I've never listened to a full Kings of Leon album before, except for maybe like in middle school. Like, I don't ever, I probably never listened to the one that was big in like 2008, uh, I think Uh, is. Only by the Night. Only by the Night. That is, their two big hits, Sex on Fire and You Somebody. They were both big hits around that time, and the big hits came off that album. There were a few albums before that, and I think they had always, they came onto the scene trying to, I think they cycled through a few different sounds, but basically trying to do a generic sort of garage rocker. Like, the strokes were big around this time, uh, and they kind of had a, a southern version of that. Yeah, um, a, slight, a slight sort of post-punk influence, but, like, very, yeah. very light. Uh, um, and I will say, like, we were talking about this earlier, that Sex on Fire is legitimately a, a great song. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like... It rocks pretty hard. Um I I've like I I've known plenty of Kings of Leon fans mm. like it, we're I listen to a lot of you know indie rock and uh just rock and roll music. I feel like in the circles of music taste that I'm you know going in, there's Kings of Leon's fans there. Sure. Uh, and I would never bat an eye at someone being a Kings of Leon fan because the only songs I know are Sex on Fire and You Somebody, and I've always thought, eh, those are really good songs. And at least Sex on Fire is a great song. Yeah. Um. But never cared enough to go and take a look for myself. Maybe, sure. maybe I will now. I just, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, I finally sat down and listened to a whole Kings of Leon album because it was all in all these headlines, and I felt like, why not? And it was really, really boring, um, and way worse than the <laughs> than than Sex on Fire. That's true, but I will say, like. So I thought going in to listen to a 2021 Kings of Leon album would be like atrocious. Oh, you know, and yeah. it's not. It's like fine. Like I I, having yeah. it on, I like didn't even really mind it, which is like different from like uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago or something at this point, I talked about that Foo Fighters record and that record I hated. Right, okay. I hated that record. Yeah. And this record, I'm like, you know what? If this is on, I'm, like, not bothered yeah. by it. I do think it's fine. I, I'm definitely not trying to paint it as bad. I just think it's boring. Um, and I think it's fr- it's slightly frustrating to me because um, the Kings of Leon, I think, I guess what's kind of interesting about them is that they have all of the pieces there. Like, if you're listening to even this this album, you pick it apart, it's like, like drums are like pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, like they they've got kind of like like they've <laughs> absolutely they've they got do. It's like some fast little uh drum pitter patters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got solid bass lines. I think their guitars across the board sound 
pretty good. Like, it, it, I mean, it's definitely, it's all like kind of sanitized. Uh, I think Sex on Fire, like songs like that mm-hmm. off of that album, there was a little more distortion. Yeah. Uh, on this, it sounds the problem. Like, I really don't like the mix of this album. It is a problem. I think that the, I actually like this guy's voice, especially when he kind of goes into that sort of yelling thing he does on some of the choruses where he just belts it out i think he's got a nice voice and 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 this mix in particular on this album really it's buried underneath all the instruments it's pretty Uh, mellow yeah it's a pretty mellow just production style i i agree it is a little bit washed out uh at points uh, in terms of production and i do think yeah no i totally agree that like they don't I don't think that yeah they're not at like an inherently bad band like they could it just feels like they yeah they like what you're saying with the vocals on this record how they're buried like it feels like they as a band are like buried under the weight of being the kings of leon of like being yeah. so huge feeling the need to continue that to like you know get their next hit to do all the stuff that like a band that big is supposed to be doing feels like they are just buried under the weight of that responsibility um and it has just totally suffocated them and their career and their ability to write songs that are at all interesting um yeah uh i feel like uh i really i I just wish that i liked kings of leon i don't know why i like i just i like like when i see a band that is just it's like they're like the killers like um they have a bunch of big hits and I always want to go in and listen to the rest of the music, the, the albums, and feel like you're on your phone. Uh, you're I don't even know if you're listening to me. But I, yes, I'm listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> I've, I've done this like five times already in this recording, but now you feel the need to call me out? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, they, they, Kings of Leon, they remind me of the, the Killers I, or a band like that. Where yeah, I just that's totally fair. I want to go in and feel like, oh, actually, if you listen to their their whole albums, they're 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 pretty good. They're, they don't just have the hits; they're actually a solid band. And I feel like, uh, people people only think of them as this huge band. I I would love if Kings of Leon was that kind of band. Unfortunately, what I've discovered is they're not. And yeah. hey, maybe I'll. I don't know. This doesn't sound like something that's interesting to do, but. Maybe I'll try to check out some of their other albums. They have quite a few. I don't know. I don't think they're probably all kind of like this. They probably are all going to be disappointing to me. Yeah. But maybe I'll check out some other ones and see if uh, they've ever been good aside from that one song. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe we both check out the 2008 one. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll maybe we check out that one. We, we t- report on it. Uh, yeah and i mean yeah i know we we disagree slightly about the killers but like they have some stinkers of albums yeah right? i mean like i know y- you don't like hot fuss which i uh, no, no, no i do like hot fuss but you that's think their it's best album but you think it's not even that good uh, yeah it's like a solid seven yeah no i i mean that's fine i guess seven's a good okay but i'm just saying i like the killers more uh yeah, than yeah. you do so i hey i wasn't sure <laughs> I thought you liked Hot Fest less than that, okay? Uh, but they have some stinkers, and they have some albums like Hot Fest where they have their biggest hits on it. Yeah. Then also you listen to the whole album, and you go, eh, this is a pretty solid rock band. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Even outside, even outside the hits on that record, there are some decent songs. And then, and then they can do something like last year. They kind of put out an album that 
was a little trendy, mm-hmm. uh, but was still like, okay, killers just don't know how to write good rock songs, like good yeah. rock music. Uh, they're still there. Um, They've always been trendy. So, like, if they can tap into the trends and write the kinds of songs they always have, they, they, you know, they can yeah. wear it well. And I would, they did. I on would that like, last record. I would like Kings of Leon to at least be on that level. I feel like for a yes, band like I them, agree. that is the bare minimum. Uh, yeah. And. They they don't do it. They're they're more of a one hit wonder type of thing in my eyes still. So yeah, that's the verdict. And they're doing this weird NFT. Like for some reason, they're still popular enough that they can do this, um, which I guess is what's really frustrating to me. Um, well, and and it's also it's you know, it has worked because it has been more publicity for them than the album would. Yeah, have Yeah, hey, I I probably wouldn't have listened to a new Kings of Leon album, uh, except that I felt compelled to because i was seeing headlines about it and, yeah. and now i'm somewhat invested in them for some reason there are a couple songs i might come back to off of this album the bandit and One Hundred Thousand reasons those two songs i played earlier tonight those are the only two off the album i really care for mm. i don't know if i'll come back to them but <laughs> uh i don't know they 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 know what to do it's like they just won't do it uh but anyways we've talked about kings of leon plenty i think for tonight <laughs> yeah more than plenty yeah perhaps i um, just i just know that i don't have much else to talk about so i've been <laughs> i've been stretching it oh sure well i w- i will say there's been like a ton of singles been dropping um so uh we could talk about some of those um yeah let's talk about some i have i've listened to some of those we do a little track roundup here um because like yeah i mean there's really a ton so um have you so maybe i think maybe i've listened to a couple more than you have so maybe let's start with what you have uh checked out um okay i listened to that saint vincent single um <laughs> we just listened to <laughs> yeah listened we did listen to, to that like one together yeah two hours before we recorded so, uh, so here's the here's the funny thing to me about this saint vincent single um which <laughs> is that since saint vincent has been a going concern uh she has been garnering a lot of comparisons to david bowie right and so this new track comes out off of an album where she has sort of uh positioned herself with a narrative of like changing up her sound to like 70s rock uh like classic rock kind of thing and then it's maybe the most david bowie she's ever sounded on this track right um which i just think is kind of funny to be like it really is not a switch up for her if anything it's the opposite to me um it's almost surprising and how unsurprising it is um yeah i mean I don't know. I, I I'm not even. I'm not especially into this song. Uh, it's okay. It's I mean, fine. I f- I feel about it the way I often feel about new Saint Vincent stuff, which yeah. is. Uh, I really liked that 2015 album, the self-titled. Um, I think she's kind of interesting, but like I don't. I her music has never moved me personally. She's. I mean, I th- yeah, I think she's very creative. She put on a a great show. I saw her open for the Black Keys. Mm, I recall that. Um, yeah. And I feel like the crowd did not appreciate her as much as they sh- should have, because at the time, like it was after that self-titled album came out in 2015, yeah, which was a a way better album than the album that the Black Keys were touring, which was like Turn Blue or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the blues album, yeah. Uh, 
which is not a great Black Keys album. Oh yeah, that's actually quite a bad one. I did not like it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I ended I ended up with these tickets. I don't think I I think they were a gift. Um, sure. And I it's like Saint Vincent was doing like these robotic motions and was really cool and just was not getting a ton of love from the crowd, and uh, she was great and that that's a great album with a ton of great songs. And I realized listening to this that it's been a long time. I mean, it's been since then that I've really listened to St. Vincent. I did not get into mass seduction um, or mass education. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's another thing I'd like to talk about. People call that album mass seduction, but it's spelled like mass education. Is it not? No, there's two versions. Mass education is the piano uh, rendition of that album. Oh, you know what? I'm looking it up on Spotify, and I'm seeing that here. I never realized that. So Mass Seduction is the ver- the only version of it that I knew existed, right. and I thought that it was Mass Education. I don't think I so ever in this case, I am an idiot. The Mass Education, but I think it's intentionally spelled to make it hard to read, I will yeah. say. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was an interesting aside for me because I learned a little something. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I, I truly don't have much to say about the St. Vincent song. I listened to it. It sounds like St. Vincent to me. It doesn't sound like a particularly new direction. For yeah. Her. Maybe I'm, I, I hope I'm wrong for the album. I hope the album is good. I got, I mean, it sounds uh, bad, but, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, right. It sounds bad, right? I, I don't love it. I've never been a huge fan of her kind of production style. Um, it has always sounded a little bit thin and brittle to me. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Her songs sound uh, like very precise, but like not, they don't have kind of like much like body or like oomph to them. Um, they don't sound like full to me. I think that's um, fair. I think that's pretty fair. I, I, I do think the self-titled, I think it plays to that in a way that works. Uh, yeah. And I can see, like, I could totally see her being, like, an, I- an interesting live presence, like yeah, you're talking like about. Like, I, I would actually love to see her live, but I, I don't get, I've never gotten that into one of her records. Yeah. Even I though I always listen to them when they come out, since, like, Strange Mercy or whatever, I've always listened to them, but. She does, like, write, like, I think you're, that's, like, you're right about that, but also, Sometimes she really plays to the, she you, like that's a strength. Like she writes right. these skeletal sort of pop songs that actually work, and they sound they like they sound manufactured, but like th- there are pieces intentionally missing, and it makes it kind of interesting. Uh, but I I don't think there's been really an album that 2015 one again is the closest it's come to me. But I don't think it's ever come together in a way that is super satisfying to me. But she is definitely good enough where I'm always following that because I think that she does have unique things to say. I actually liked that David Byrne album. It's from like 2013. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, they complement each other well. But, uh, I mean, I, I most uh, – and I more so meant that just the concept sounds bad of the, the prison thing. Oh, uh, sure. For who any, anyone who's not familiar that the album is uh, marketed as a um, – it's her working through th- her feelings about her uh, white collar criminal dad going to prison for doing uh, fraud in investing. 
Yeah, it's just a silly thing to like uh, lean on as like a concept. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is like to me, it's like it sort of like turns the corner a little bit from being bad. Where like it's like so kind of like comical that it is almost good to me. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't like make me mad. It's I so just like it's it so like kind of ridiculous yeah. to be like. It's like such a like rich art kid thing I'm that it's like ridiculous it is kind of funny like to laugh at i'm certainly not mad at it but it does make me think um am i going to enjoy this uh, like uh, sure yeah. as a listening to this all the way through is it going to be enjoyable maybe maybe not we'll see uh what what uh, singles have you been listening to this week okay so there's a bunch um some of these are not from this week but i've been catching up with stuff and so there's um i'll i'll try to run these down really quick and and just stop me if you've heard one of these and have some thoughts on it um but so yeah one thing is the new hiss golden messenger uh he released uh or uh, a couple of songs if it comes in the morning in sanctuary uh from an upcoming album um and these are pretty good uh you and i almost saw hiss golden messenger one time but we're late to the show um <laughs> uh but he, he, he his music is good it's it's sort of that sort of broadly uh indie crossover americana country kind of thing that a lot of artists have been picking up on in the last uh 5 6 7 years or so um uh sort of that zone of country that that is more palatable to indie people and and he continues that bent on these songs and 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 continues to wear it well uh, I've also listened to that new Drake trio of songs, like EP or something, it seemed like. Is that accurate? It was an EP? The Drake thing? Scary Hours 2? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like an EP. It's like three songs. Yeah. Um, It sucks. It sucks. It's like embarrassingly bad. I couldn't listen to it. I tried. Um, to, I like got halfway through the first song, and I said, why? Like, hey, if there's one thing I don't want to listen to right now, it's this. So I turned it off. Yeah, I, I, I hated it, um, but I did listen all the way through the three tracks. Um, uh, but I won't devote any more time to that. Uh, we both listened to the Andrew W.K. single, Babylon. Um, oh, that, that seems like a month ago. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about it on the pod, though. Probably not. Um, and and we're, we're both Andrew W.K. fans. I think that thing uh, goes pretty hard. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah. Uh, it feels like... So, I thought, like... That's not metal music. I know it's not metal music. I mean, it is. It is metal music. I just mean it's not purely metal music. It's right. It's it's uh, pop metal. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't even. It is metal music. I don't want to dice up genres like that. But I, I just all that's to say, there's. I've been trying this year to listen to new metal releases as they come out. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, <laughs> literally, like it's too intense for me. Like I just sure. It, it's not my thing. But something like this. Um, it 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 feels like a caricature of a type of metal that I actually do enjoy. Um, yeah, which is that sort of power, glam pop metal. Uh, it's it's like um, it's so it's so that like that Van Halen sort of thing, but so kind of condensed into a, a perfect caricature of what that genre is mm-hmm. that it's often more enjoyable than those act those bands than how you remember them you know oh totally it yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like listening to it again so you're like a little kid and you go and listen to a van halen or an acdc record or something 
and you're like, oh man, this really rocks hard. Yeah, it, it feels, sort of it replicates that feeling. It's yeah. sort of like um like uh, that uh remake of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two that sure. came out. Okay, it's yeah. like it's like it's like how you remember those games being as a kid. It's not what they actually were. It's like what you remember it as. It's, it gives you that same feeling. Yeah, um, and it, it 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 both is and isn't what those are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's those games, but like so much prettier and more modern, and like, uh, yeah, but like it gives you the same feeling of that attitude. Um, and so yeah, I'm so excited for what he has coming next. Uh, I love, 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 I love, love the W. Yeah. Um. <laughs> As we call him around here, Juan Waters. <laughs> That's had the a only new W I. <laughs> only W I know. <laughs> Juan Waters has a new single out called Unity, uh, featuring Cola Boy. Um, it's good. Have you heard it? I uh, I might have heard you playing a little bit of it in the kitchen when I got home or something. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was on when you got home. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded like Juan Waters to me. I love Juan Waters, and I'm super. Yeah, uh, I'm excited that he's collaborating with other indie artists for uh -huh. one thing, um, and I'm super excited to hear the new release. Uh, yeah, yeah, it feels like uh, with these collaborations, he's going a little bit further outside his comfort zone than we've heard before, yeah. which is really exciting. Like this new song with Cola Boy has like a little bit more of a hip hop bent than I've okay. ever heard from him. Yeah, uh, not not like totally. It's not a hip hop song, but like it, it you know has like that kind of a beat to it a little bit, uh, which I thought was cool. Like it really works for his sound. Um, yeah, and I really enjoy it. Um, so that's exciting. Um, uh, I don't know that I um, that we ever actually talked about the first single uh, of with, this project um, with Mac Real with Mac DeMarco. Yeah, and I mean since I have heard that song and listened to it quite a bit, I can say that, I mean that song slaps. Yeah, like, it's very good. It's got. It starts off as sort of a typical Juan Waters song, and then you kind of have the drop with Mac DeMarco come in, where he's doing those goofy Mac DeMarco voice things. Yeah, gets his voice real down low. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that that song. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I I love Juan Waters, um, and I'll say it. I love Mac DeMarco too. I'll say it. <laughs> Hey, I don't, I don't know why I wouldn't be allowed to say that, but if anyone, <laughs> hey, hey cancel I me can, if yeah. you want to. I guess you can cancel me, but I love Mac DeMarco. Sometimes yeah, I, I don't know if I love all of his albums, but I love some of them. I love most of them. I, and there's none that I dislike. I think I like all of them. Mac DeMarco, great. <laughs> so we're and we're the first to say it. Yeah, I, and I it's so powerful. I just stop myself from saying more because it feels like a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, and I think it's powerful for people to hear it from us. Um, I've also been listening to uh, there's a new Cherry Glazer single, uh, which I have not I've not really dug into Cherry Glazer before, um, but she has a new single. It's called Big Bang. It's pretty good. Uh, good enough that I will be interested to hear more Cherry Glazer in the future. I'm gonna stay wow. tuned in. I'm tuned in to Cherry Glazer. Incredible. I never have him before, but I am now. There's also a new real estate single, Half of a Human. Um, it sounds like real estate. Uh, if you like that, you know it already. Yeah, I think I, I did listen. I heard you listening to this. Yeah. Sounded just like a real estate song. Yeah, which to me is good because I love real estate. So, yeah, you know, great for me. They do um, blend together for me. Uh, for sure, especially the later stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Yeah, they they peaked on like days, right? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, but but they've never been bad either. So it's like, 
Yeah, anyway. if, you l- if you like it, you like it. Yeah, we don't have to parse real estate's career uh, right now. Okay. I've got a lot of singles still to talk about. Okay. I've got a few more, so buckle up. Jeez. Buckle up. I wonder, do I have any more singles? I don't know. Uh, buckle up. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear the Chance the Rapper? I didn't know he had a new single. Yeah, so um, it, it is a YouTube sploosy. Uh, um, there's no way that's good. I listened to it. It's got a good beat. Okay. And uh, confusing political message. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What is I, the what? what I was how sort so? Of, let's, let's parse it out. Well, right. I mean, he has it. The 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 song like pretty quickly. I mean, I'll I can try to find the lyrics here if you really want to parse it out. He um, said, I want to kill <laughs> all the scientists. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be too confusing. That seems pretty black and white to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> D- vaccines are inherently bad, even if they're being done for the right reasons and with proper research. It's still bad. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, I can see both sides of that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Um. Oh my God. I. You know what? I'm not gonna find the lyrics. Um. Yeah. He just. He. He run. He. He raps like directly about Trump and Biden in like the second line. Um, which is just like. I'm not super into that. Uh, kind of thing. Well, like they're the same thing, or like. Well, no. I'm not really sure what he meant about them. Um, is the thing. One of them is orange, <laughs> and one of them's not. One of them's But one you of know, both of them got noses full of snot. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know what? That Damn, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I do like. You got me. I do like that. Um, but yeah, it sort of struck me. So I, I will admit, I've only listened to this song once. So it's I don't want to say anything I'll regret. But like, it did immediately strike me as being like, like Chance's... <sighs> this is going to sound really mean to Chance. Um, but it... My immediate reaction was like, have you been like having conversations with No Name and now you're trying to rip her off a little bit? Um, Because it really feels like he is going hard into like trying to rap more intellectually on this song, um, which has never been his niche, right? Like he's always been a very kind of (laughs) emotional rapper, right? He loves acid and Jesus. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's been his main things that he and and being suspended from school, um, that's been his and and like and his wife and his family. Yeah, he yeah. loves his wife. When he has um, a wife, he lo- his, and his whole family <laughs> and his friends. Uh, <laughs> hey, but I'm very relatable. <laughs> I I you know I got no beef with any of those things. But m- my point is, he's like he's he's truly like rapping about philosophy and stuff, and 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 also religion in in a broader way and politics and like trying to really like run the gamut of like uh a very very broad and uh uh difficult topics yeah you know <laughs> i feel like it's um, very surprising and i think it's interesting for him to try this new style of rapping uh i'll be interested to see what he does next yeah. but i'm not sure that i like this i song. feel like and I, I mean i haven't heard this chance so i can't speak on it but yeah it's it kanye also kind of did a similar um turn lo- a while ago at this point um, where he started rapping more about not not maybe not philosophy but religion uh, yeah and, and then eventually politics Kanye who is um chances um I don't, not mentor but I mean chance 
loves Kanye is highly influenced by Kanye, obviously. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, they certainly have a relationship. Have a I mean, relation- they rap they about a, it. They on have a creative relationship. It's sort yeah, of a on each other's albums. Sort of a you know a student teacher type of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Kanye, I feel like, as, at least at first, I mean, I love my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, it takes starts around there to take a turn into religion. Uh, yeah. And also on Jesus, and I, it was never like something that you listen to, you go. Damn, he's right. But it always you would listen. <laughs> you go, huh, huh. Uh, <laughs> you would just be like, you know what? That like doesn't make any sense. But it's <laughs> such a good bar. Like it's <laughs> like it's it it works on uh, just a lyrical level still. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if Chance is capable of that as well. Well, and I, I'll say that there is some of that on this song. Like I really do. I do want to highlight that. I really do. I have been out on Chance the Rapper. I was a really big fan of Acid Rap, um, and I, I liked his first mixtape a little bit too. Um, uh, and then yep. and then I I really faded pretty strong uh, from Coloring Book onward. Uh, Coloring Book was was kind of yeah the I last straw. For I like me. Coloring Book. Um, um, yeah, you like it a lot more than me. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I've been really out on Chance for years now, and then. This song is is maybe the first thing in a while that I've heard that I was like, okay, this isn't quite where I'm at or or where I'd like Chance to be at, um, but I could see this becoming something that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? I like that he's trying a new style of rapping. Uh, I like that he's he's you know trying to be more lyrical and thoughtful in that way. Um, I think it's a cool. I think it's a really good beat as well, as I mentioned earlier. So, so I, I find it interesting. Um, okay. I'm just not sure that it's like a great song on its own. All um, right. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard any of these uh, Bonnie Prince Billy and uh, Bill Callahan songs? Oh, uh, you know what? I almost listened to one the other day. So, <laughs> wh- wow! <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a, uh, 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 a, uh, yeah, that's breaking tunes right there. <laughs> um, but every day, I almost <laughs> listen to so many songs, and then I just stop myself and I say, "Hey, hey, you heard enough? You think you're ready for that shit? <laughs> I think you heard enough. It's time um, to listen to Fly by Sugar Ray again. <laughs> you do listen to that a lot." I'm gonna listen later tonight. Per- perplexing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic song. It's a good. It's a it's good song. So we cannot good. get into this, but oh it's a good song. God. It's a good song. I agree. <laughs> um, but there's yeah. So since last year, since like October of last year, I think Bill Callahan and Bonnie Prince Billy have been. Each new track they release is a new cover, and they have a new person person featured on it. The only people who are totally consistent on these tracks are the, the two of them. And they have a new person featured on each one. And they have at this point released like 20 covers together since wow. last year. Um, wow. They just keep dropping. It's crazy. Um, sort of a Simon and Garfunkel situation. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. It really is a Simon and Garfunkel situation. Um, Sounds a bit like a hollow note situation to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm totally. Si- I can't even. Uh, <laughs> so you tell me, Bill Callahan. 
and Bonnie Prince Billy have a bit of an outcast arrangement. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they're um Yep. They're they're regular kings of Leon. There's two brothers in that band. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but there's two brothers in that band. It's kind of a whole thing. They're an ordinary they're Matt pair. and Cam. Yep. <laughs> Bringing it home. Um, yeah, so, but all these, co- they're, they're all covers, they're all good, they're all featuring interesting people, they have, like, Kai Seagal on one of the songs, they have, uh, uh, David Paho on one of the songs, uh, all kinds of, uh, cool, cool, cool people, and all of these covers are good. Yeah. Um, so, I just want to shout that out, they've been doing this, I feel like, very quietly releasing these, these singles or, or covers over the last year, uh, and they've racked up 20 of them at this point, and they're all good, so, like, check them out. All right. I, I was not actually aware of that, and I enjoy both of those artists, so yeah, I'll check them out, um, because it sounds a bit like um, the Avid Brothers to me, so I'd love <laughs> to listen. Hey, say, they, you know, they've got a regular Naked Brothers band situation going on over there, <laughs> yep. don't they? A regular... Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, classic Punch Brothers. Uh, that's a little. That's yeah. a thing you said earlier. That's true. Okay, well, let's take a break, please. Okay. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we are back. And we're better than ever. We're mm. back. And we're better than ever. I'll agree with half of um, that. Okay. Hey, which <laughs> is half to know? Who knows? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think people might have a hint now. <laughs> um, uh, so as we were we were discussing over the break, how many uh, more singles I'm allowed to talk about still. And um, we said, hey, maybe we're just going to cut some of them out because a lot of it, who cares? Um, and we're just going to keep going. And we're going to talk about anything we've been listening to because that's what the podcast is if you really think about it (laughs) um (laughs) and the next single we're going to talk about is going to be one that i can talk about too yes that i also listen to is spinning by no rome featuring with also charlie xcx in the 1975 yep i will say i don't know who no, no Rome is. Yeah, uh, maybe a producer. Uh, maybe some sort of producer or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? A nobody, um, basically. Yeah, a classic nobody. Um, Charlie XCX in 1975. Those are two of my favorite artists, my favorite pop artists operating in the pop sphere right now. Uh, so I thought... <laughs> well, the, this nobody has 1.7 million monthly listeners. Classic nobody move. Gotta say, classic nobody move. Cool bands have like three thousand monthly listeners, in my opinion. So yeah. And anyways, as we move forward in this discussion, um, <laughs> oh boy, okay. Charlie XCX in the nineteen seventy five, two top of the line musical acts, um, and I thought this is a match made in heaven, and. Um, I can't even remember this song every time I'm not listening to it. When I'm listening to it, I think, okay, I remember how this goes. And then the second it's done, I think, can't, what does it go? How's it spinning? Spin. I, I don't remember. I remember how the beat goes, but the lyrics, melody, 
not not so much. Very forgettable. I don't know why. I don't know why this exists. I haven't looked into it. Um, it's yeah. not. It's. I mean, it's not very. It. Uh, I mean, they're both usually just knocking it out of the park. So it does have. It does have like a big, expansive kind of sound to it, and I think the beat is decent, but it does not. It doesn't stand apart. I think it's decent, and uh, when when Charlie's you know doing her part, when my boy Maddie is doing his part, sure. uh, I'm thinking, okay, I like these artists, and this sounds like uh, them sort of. But I mean, literally, I, we were listening to this hours ago. I couldn't tell you how it goes. I've probably yeah. listened to it like five times at this point. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this one is not to be trifled with. <laughs> And it gets a thumbs down, and it's going on our list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is bad to be on the list. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's a bad thing not to be trifled with. It means you're forgettable. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I'll talk about one. There's a new Japanese breakfast single. Oh, I forgot about that. So I'll talk about two more. The <laughs> Japanese breakfast single rules. Yeah, that's a great one. That's it's the, it's one the best the single this month. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. I forgot about it. I've listened to it twice today, it's and so I forgot good. about it. Yeah, it's really good. I'm um, so, I'm so excited. I was the last album, their 2017 album. Or yeah. I believe uh, that so. was a great album, Soft Sounds from Another Planet. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know an album. Uh, I know that album. I've listened to it many times. It's a fantastic album. I know the name. It's very good. Um, Their first album was very good, too. Yeah. A uh, great band. Uh, hey, I hope I hope I can go see them tour by the time this thing comes out. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, I think I did see them. They came up. Uh, our friend Frank saw them. Uh, I don't know if you went to that show as well. It was within the past several years. Yeah. Yeah. I did see them. That's very cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I did. I did. It was good. (laughs) It was a good show. (laughs) I kind of forgot about it. Um, But uh, yeah, so yeah. So then, yeah, that song rules. Uh, It's very, very good. Uh, Very catchy. Very fun. It's a bop, you might say. And then the last song that I'll talk about before we <laughs> move on, finally, is uh, Field Medic, uh, who you may know is they had an album. He had an album, I guess, yeah. last year, um, uh, and also was featured on the Baby Reimagined, the Samia album. Uh, one of the songs was a Field Medic version. Right. Um, and yeah, Field now Medic is a good uh, Samia. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, di- I didn't really check out that album from last year, um, but I did like his version of the Samia song. And I also like this new single featuring Samia. They've teamed ah. up again, and uh, it's it's a duet uh, of sorts. The Bundle of Hyacinths hmm. featuring Samia. Uh, it, is, it is a very good song. I like it quite a bit. Um, so they're pulling a bit of a Kermit and Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Uh, did uh, Miss Piggy's canceled? R- really? Do you, know do you know about this? <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> uh, so for, I sh- for past behaviors or <laughs> I, a Pepe Le Pew situation? <laughs> it's, it's certainly a Pepe Le Pew situation. Um, to be honest, I don't. Just really sure, and it would be it would be real crazy if Miss Piggy did something new that was like in the headlines. <laughs> like there were secrets that were coming out about Miss Piggy that no one knew about. That would be uh, even crazier. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> it's like behind the scenes, you never saw this behavior <laughs> from Miss <laughs> Piggy, <laughs> but it was going on. It was happening. All the other Muppets will attest. Yeah. So I. So I'm gonna. To be honest, I totally don't know why Miss Piggy is canceled. So I'm gonna read you a tweet. This is from a uh, past guest and friend of the show, Travis. God, I hope they do cancel Miss Piggy. It would be so wild to see what Disney does to keep their investment viable. We'd probably get a Kermit and Miss Piggy interview with Oprah. I'm gonna which read I think I'm is a good tweet, but I don't know what uh, Travis is talking about. <laughs> I'm rereading this article. <laughs> Lately, a lot of cartoons from the 80s and 90s are getting canceled. It all started... This was weeks ago. <laughs> it all started <laughs> after six of Dr. Seuss's books were pulled out for racist and sensitive. <laughs> I can't even read this. And sensitive imagery. Yeah. These books, they're all books I never heard of, by the way. And th- I don't know what the state of the podcast is that I'm hashing out the <laughs> Dr. Seuss thing. Maybe we'll edit this out. <laughs> but it's funny that all those Dr. Seuss books are ones that you would never have read in your life. Um, Could you, like, name one of them? And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, Mick Elligott's Pool, Okay, yeah, we can leave. On Beyond Zebra, <laughs> Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. Listen, I we had a lot of Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. None of those. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I was honestly skeptical that none of them would be known to me, but, yeah, I don't know any of those. <laughs> Miss Piggy, this is a tweet. Miss Piggy should be the next one, in quotation marks, canceled. She would not leave poor Kermit the Frog alone. He repeatedly told her no. Weren't th- okay, first of all, weren't they married? Um, I don't remember the Miss Piggy oh Kermit. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Weren't they married? Well, no, that's, hey, I'm, I, I, Interesting I am not, say, I'm not saying that people in, in uh, marriages can't uh, be abusive i'm just saying that my expo i have a limited exposure to muppets i i've seen them uh, as a (laughs) as a a loving couple in in multiple um films uh you know uh i think they've been toxic before uh they're fine they're toxic but does that (laughs) they are they is miss picky the only one to blame okay let's kermit uh, is a frog all right (laughs) Uh, imagine that imagine trying to date a frog okay a little bit of speciesism Um, coming out from you now uh, cites Pepe Le Pew. I'm not even responding. Hey, to I, I won't defend. Speaking. I won't defend Pepe Le Pew's behavior. <laughs> uh, I, I guess you know what we're, what we're finding out is that I I do know this to be true of Miss Piggy that she is rather persistent in her pursuit of one Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> yeah, but weren't they married? And doesn't that make it okay? I'm just I'm just the uh, in the Muppets 2011 reboot. Uh, there was a whole thing where th- they rekindled their relationship, and I thought it was kind of sweet. And I I think that th- that um, I support if they ever decided to get back together, uh, I would support them. Well, and I think that uh, they're all can all of the Muppets are canceled forever. They're all canceled. There was that movie where the Muppets uh, had sex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they saw um, the murder or whatever. And and the TV show, yeah. Um, d- I mean, TV show is different, but also so what? Adult. So what did uh, they, they put out a song or something? The mu- <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> no, I think I was talking about Field Medic. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, they did a duet, and the only <laughs> people I could think of that had done a duet before were Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yeah. Um, 
anyway, the, the Muppets, they're canceled. They're out of here. Uh, they're no longer a going concern. And I think it's time to talk about some albums. All right. We don't have a lot of time left. Um, okay. Unless maybe I, mean, I don't you're editing this. You can edit it down. You could release a two hour episode, whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, because there are a lot of albums that come out. Uh, one that I do want to talk about is the new Tiger's Jaw came out over the past weekend. Uh, and I feel like that is a band that we both kind of follow. So did you listen to the new Tiger's Jaw album? Oh, yeah. This is huge for me. This is easily – I would um, maybe going to even ramp up to it because I think it, I feel like it is the biggest album to talk about. But um, we can absolutely start with it. Um, ah, let's I just start with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is – definitely the biggest album for me in recent memory um i th- and i think that it's fantastic what's the last thing you remember before this album uh, boing. <laughs> oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> uh, legos you i've seen you play with legos uh, several times within the past year <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true so maybe i do have memories after being born playing with legos my last memory um this new tiger's jaw is very good isn't it it's all right um what i mean they're they're it's got some songs on it for sure i i I, listen you've probably listened to it more than i have i've listened to it all the way through probably once Uh a little bit more here and there um i don't know it um i like it i like the singles off of it all the singles that i heard before um hesitation that song new detroit is very good there's a lot of good songs off of it uh it's just i think i am still growing accustomed to the tiger's jaw that i listened to was mostly off of what is it the self-titled um the yeah yeah the self-titled and then here and there the other album you know two two worlds a little bit of charmer i got into that but mostly the self-titled and it's it's hard to not listen to this and feel like the vocal performances. And I know we've discussed this on the podcast before that uh, there's less of a, a whiny quality uh, to these that at times is kind of nice because it I feel like it sets them apart from some other you know emo bands, emo revival bands. But they're they're just some songs off this album. And I, and I do think it's a top heavy album. I think the fr- the front half um for me was hitting harder than the second half. Uh I, there was just some of the songs where I was just wish there was a little more emotion in the vocal performances. I guess is what I'm really trying to say. Uh specifically in the the lead singer, not I the, the whoever the there's like a girl who is uh, throughout the album. I don't. I don't know. I haven't really looked into the production of it. Nor have I. Um, but whoever that is is very good. And the the I I don't recall the the name of the 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 frontman of the band. But I think that sometimes on some of the tracks his vocal performance was lacking. It was a little flat to me. Hmm. Wow. Uh. I gotta say I disagree um yeah i mean i i guess i'm not i i shouldn't be i shouldn't be so surprised by your opinion as i am um and i think that you know i um 
that makes sense and i think that probably a lot of people will have a similar opinion to you that this is just another tiger's dry album and there's some songs and there's some songs that are uh, not as good but uh yeah for me this is this is definitely one of the most exciting releases of the year so far for me um and and i i maybe you know i've been known to be hyperbolic around the time of a release of an album in the past so I will give that disclaimer, take this with a grain of salt. I may fade a bit on this album as time goes on. Um, I may be a, a little bit more of a shower. Um, but the this thing for me is like really great and probably my favorite record they've dropped since they're self-titled. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, I really love the aesthetic of the album cover. I really love. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, the the thirty four minute fifteen second runtime of this album. Yeah. Um, I uh, which not th- I mean all their albums are pretty brief, but um, I think this thing is just so tight, and I feel like there's no there's no nonsense. There's no songs that don't need to be there. I think every song is good. Um, I really can't think of much to criticize on this album. Uh, or ways that I would improve it in terms of it being a Tiger's Jaw record. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's pretty much a perfect Tiger's Jaw record to me. Yeah, sure. I, I think that this might grow on me. Again, I have not listened to it a ton. And uh, just, uh, there are a lot of albums that came out last weekend that I, I wish I had sat with a little bit more so I could report on them a bit more and... Uh, I think that this is one that's going to have to sit with me because Tiger's Jaw is a band that I do like a lot. Uh, and they're a band that, if they were touring this album, I would love to go see it. Yeah, I think it'd be better be in great. person, honestly. Yeah. Um, I just, I guess, um, I still think, I think I, there's still that problem that I think of the 2008 record. And I know that we, we've agreed that that, that shouldn't try, like, they shouldn't try to replicate that. Mm-hmm. I like that they have this sort of more polished sound. Yeah. But it's still um I just wish it went a little bit harder sometimes. Like I, I found myself maybe I need to listen to it with some headphones on. Maybe that will uh, change my mind. Maybe I wasn't playing it loud enough. Because uh, I think it is a good headphone album. Um that I was just like I I had it on. I've had it on multiple times and I've just, you know, turned to pay attention to it and gone, it's a little flat compared to, to old Tiger's Jaw. Uh and especially would I've also this home is where album has been in my rotation, which is, um, you know, this is the emo of the twenties, and I've been really digging that, uh, goes quite a bit harder. Mm. Uh, with we'll get to that, but um, it just like I I think partly because of that because I've been cycling between the two. Just every time the Tigers jaws on, I it's like, uh, this is uh this is yesterday's band, you know I, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I, I I think that uh hey, we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe you go soft on this album, maybe I go hard on this album. Maybe mm. I get hard for it. Um Yeah. Um and I hope that happens cuz I, I do love me some Tiger's job, but and you want me to like it less. I don't want you, but I guess that <laughs> would uh I mean, it would show that I'm right, right? <laughs> uh, and that's yeah, that's really all you um yeah and and well you heard that tiger's jaw you're out you're old you stink now tiger's jaw because young being young i love you and and you're you're great and 
I mean, I that's what my co-host thinks. I could never write anything as good as you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that there was a new of Montreal record? Actually, I did try to listen to this. I forgot about it. I was going to talk about it briefly because I, I tried to listen to it, and I remembered, hmm, I don't really like of Montreal that much. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it'd been a long time since I tried to listen to an of Montreal album. And I think that this was maybe a weird one to go in on because from what I was reading from fans of this album, it is pretty divisive. Uh, people, are, people are saying, oh, this is like crazier than anything he's done before. He's really putting it all out there or something. Uh, but for me, it, it, it sounded a bit in line with what I had thought of Montreal in the past, which is that I don't like it because I think that his style of songwriting is so much just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Like, yeah, that's totally what it is. In my opinion, that's what it sounds like to me, and I, I, I mean, I, I like some of those old of Montreal records, um, and like, it's just ne- it's always been a band that is in the same sphere of bands I really enjoy, and I, I might catch here and there, mm-hmm. but I was never super into it. On on this one, I really felt like th- I could not get through the entire album. I did, like there are some songs that were all right, but overall, it's just like. You are totally just creating this cacophony, like uh, this arrangement of synths and like there are so many things getting tossed around here. It's exhausting, honestly. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I didn't find out that it was even out until a couple hours before we started recording, so I didn't have time to listen to it. And I was kind of kicking myself for not listening to it because I feel like that's a big uh release like i feel like they're a notable indie artist um but yeah, yeah certainly I mean, like to us they were i think they were definitely like a, a band that was big when we were getting into indie music yeah uh, and it, fe- it does it also feels like weirdly um even though to me they seem like a big indie artist that i don't think they're getting like a lot of reviews or anything for these newer records i feel like they're just totally out of the consciousness yeah, there there are a ton of bands that happens with, and I feel like of Montreal that kind of happened with as they were big because they're so prolific. Uh, yeah. Like I felt like when I tried to get into of Montreal back in the day, there was just too much to listen to, and none of it was good enough to get me to stick around. Uh, just I think that um, I think that people who like of Montreal probably still like them. I just think it's not for me. Uh, I yeah. think it, it's it's like um, they remind me of like a like an indie sort of version of a jam band. Um, and I actually like jam bands a lot, but I, I just mean that I feel like maybe they'd be cooler to see live. Uh, no, I, I totally know what you mean. They yeah. it's a little bit like Ockerville River or something, um, but kind of a, a slightly different zone of indie, but like uh, a similar kind of energy of 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 jam adjacent kind of vibe um should we talk about home is where yeah i i want to make sure we do talk about them um home is where florida band emo band put out uh put out an ep don't know the name of it i'm not gonna disrespect (laughs) them by saying the wrong name i became Uh, birds i became birds ah I, i i can't believe i forgot that name yeah. This thing this is just I can. I mean this this is classic right off the bat. I this is like a as far, like 
from the album cover to the track titles to obviously the songs themselves. Yeah, this is just a classic um, emo release, and I am so ex- like it, the biggest tragedy, period, to come out of COVID, is that I can't see um, the Camp Trash Home Is Where show at you know Willis Pub. In our town, like yeah, it's pretty messed up. That, that all these cool Florida bands, like can't go see them play a, lo- a local show. It uh, legitimately makes me incredibly sad. And uh, this thing rules. It rocks. What do you have to say about it? It's a, yeah, it's a huge bummer that we can't see these great uh, DIY artists from our home state playing live. Um, it would be. An immense pleasure to see them do their thing on stage, uh, but uh, yeah, not an option right now. Um, and yeah, no, I agree that this this uh, uh, album. I mean, they have insisted that this is an album. Oh, right? it is an album. Okay. Yeah, I believe <laughs> I believe that this has been a big thing. I'm sorry, I was just looking at Spotify. No, no, no. Yeah. I know that I j- it is listed as an EP on Spotify for sure. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> but it has been a bit of a meme on emo Twitter this week uh, that that people are calling it an EP and they're like, no, this is an album. Some people are calling it a mini album and they're like, no, this is a fucking album. And so it's like, fair, fair it's enough. Bec- it's become fair a, enough. it's become a bit of a meme. Um, uh, I apologize. <laughs> and then I totally support them and they're they're uh, taking a stand. No, no. If you put um, out something and you say it's an album, then it's I mean, it's an album like. Yeah. No, for sure, and uh, but yeah, I agree. I think the songs on this thing are really strong. Um, I uh, <laughs> why you look like you have you have something to say. <laughs> I was just thinking about how I really it goes against everything I stand for. What I just said, but <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean you'll you'll yeah uh, you you are jo- John Kerry because you do flip flop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. Is such a it's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make sense to anybody listening. I might edit that out, honestly. You can't. <laughs> You're right, uh, I can't. But it doesn't. My name is John Kerry because I do flip flop. <laughs> it's a reference to a rap in a TV show. Community. Um, everyone knows Community. You can say the name of the show. Sure. Yeah. It's a it's a reference to a rap that the character Troy does in Community. Um. Uh. <laughs> but this this uh this new album from Home Is Where is good. Uh, just dropping the phone now. Um, this new album is good. I like it. I like to listen to it. Um, I d- it does make me, I think it mostly makes me excited for where they're going to go next. I feel like they are still developing as a band. Um, which I don't mean as like a negative at all. Like to me, that's very positive. Like it's really exciting to hear a band that I think is legitimately good and also like feels like they still have somewhere to grow to. They still have an upward trajectory to get to. Like, they're not peaking right now. It feels like they have further to go, and that's really exciting. Um, oh, so I agree. I mean, uh, I, th- I don't think this is anywhere near the peak for them, I think. Um, it's, But it is a great release. Um, yeah. And On I its own merits, it is very good. I have the utmost excitement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and nothing but respect. I have the utmost excitement for what they do next. Uh, yeah, uh, big ups. Big ups, yeah, I guess guess that's something you could say about it. (laughs) They get the official big ups from good listeners, and they're on the good list. No, no (laughs) way. (laughs) They're on the good list. 
They're they're on the good list. You made the list. Yeah, that's something we do now. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've just been talking and talking. Uh, yep. Sweet. Well, I guess. Uh, Listen, we've been recording for a long time. I just don't know when I should start to wrap it up. Yeah, sure. I think we're wrapping it up right now. I think that'll do us for another episode of Good Listeners. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you would like to get in touch with us or follow us or hear what we got going on, you can follow me personally at Randalorian underscore. You can follow Clay, my co-host, at Crowposting uh, on Twitter, and you can follow podcast at good listener pod on twitter or you can email us any questions or comments you may have at uh good listener pod at gmail.com um and that'll be it for this week that's all goodbye bye